Happy Friday. Welcome to the 15-Minute Round. I'm Dr. Missy Head. Hope you guys are having a great day. Um, hope you guys are looking forward to your weekend. Oh, my goodness. It's been a while since we've talked, except for Tuesday, but that was a recording. And uh, here we are. Here we are again at another weekend. Anyway, good afternoon, everybody. Again, Dr. Missy Hood here. I'm glad you joined me today for the 15-Minute Rev. And I have some information, prophetic information for you. If you're burned out, hey, good morning. Happy Saturday, my friend. If you're burned out right now, um, we get it. <clears throat> I get it. It's because we're all on information overload and people are just trying to find the truth. And I think we're just kind of tired of trying to figure all that out. So I'm just going to like give you some helpful advice with that. Don't listen to all the news and stuff. Just listen to him. If you want to know what's going on, just listen to him. He knows exactly what's going on and, and it's your or his plan you want to follow anyway. So God's got some great plans for us. I, I just am excited um, as he brings us into the new. And uh, Brad Starling, I just, he's, on my show, right? He's going to be on my show April the 4th, but he's on my platform right now listening. So, hey, Brett, it's always a great blessing to see you, brother. But um, also, Creatrix, I want to send a shout out to you, uh, my brother in Denmark. Uh, we love our, our men all around the world, our women and men all around the world. Thank you for listening today. I'm so grateful. And so it's always a blessing. But yeah, you guys keep me abreast of what's going on in your countries and we're hopefully keeping you abreast of what's going on ours. So welcome again. And I also want to give a shout out before we jump in to Margaret Rowe Couture, margaretrowe.com. We want to thank her for everything she does. If you haven't checked out her jewelry, jump on over to margaretrowe.com. She's got some beautiful stuff or you can check her out on our website. Got a few of her things posted there where she's dressed the stars on the red carpet and stuff. Um, and it's at Ezekiels-Wheel.org. You want to check us out too, uh, as well as Smack Talk Radio, because we can't do what we do without you. So thanks a lot, guys, for tuning in. And uh, thank you guys for uh, checking us out and checking out Margaret Road too, because it's a blessing. Thank you for your sponsorship. We appreciate everything that you do. So um, what is God saying to you? <clears throat> What's God saying to you? It's been a while. We kind of let you guys have a reprieve because of the inundation with uh, all the information that we're all dealing with right now. Everybody's just kind of on overload. But this is this is the 50-minute rev title for you today. It's called Political Witchcraft in the Atmosphere. And that in entails a lot of things on all seven mountains, by the way. Um, God's calling us to step into honor. He wants you to be honoring because you don't know who people are to him. So if you don't know who people are, and, and, and by the way, if even if, you do even if you do but god is showing up mightily on vessels now so we don't know who's who unless you know god's in the room and believe me you're fixing to find out because it's already being prophesied by the prophets he's showing up in explosive power brett starling thank you so much uh and living by truth and not permission you want to step into honor 
You're going to get out of the political witchcraft in your atmosphere because it's like a cloud right now. But you're living by truth. You're not living by permission anymore. It's very, very strategically done as God is differentiating who's who. Okay, what does that mean? <clears throat> well, to me, that, mean, that means this. For front runners and intercessors, this is what this means for you. Um, if you want to come up fast, then you're going to allow truth to come alive in you. That's God's spirit, right? God is the way, the truth, and the life. And you're going to allow truth to tell you about you, about those you love. He's going to start showing you about people in your church, those you used to relate to, and any relationship, as a matter of fact, um, where God begins to shake your tree. You know, it's funny because today we were in our class, our class setting, and I was teaching our, our class these things and about the test we've entered into. <clears throat> now, if you know the progression and the process, how God operates as an intercessor, he gives us a dream and he starts telling us how to do a few things. And then um, it's a trust test. <laughs> Basically, you're, you're learning how God does things. You're learning about his ways. But more importantly, you're stepping into learning about his character because it's ultimately God's character that's going to get you there. Okay. That's the, the, the fruit of peace, love, joy, patience, kindness, goodness, long suffering, and mercy. So we have to actually apply these things. We have to actually practice what we say and pray and preach more importantly, preach. And so as a leader, the leaders are really held accountable. <clears throat> and we're not seeing a whole lot of that these days. We're not. Hence the truth prophets come out of the woodwork like myself and contingent upon what hour we reside at. Like I'm at the 11 o'clock hour. Unfortunately, for those of you who listen and, and God bless those of you who do have the courage to listen because I'm double truth. So and there are four opportunities for you on the clock to catch double truth prophets and contingent upon where they're at from one to 12 will be a determining factor as far as uh, where you stand at within God as far as like whether you're going to enter into judgment or whether you still got some time, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to like press you to say, take your time in, in getting a line. Don't do that. <clears throat> I would say if God shows you stuff, get a line PDQ because you only advance yourself faster in getting into your new. So that's what that's about. So take that, pray about that. But um, God is telling us, he's starting to show us who's who. And He's saying, if you do not align in this hour, I will remove you. Especially those who refuse to change and be changed because he does desire for everybody to come through. He wants you attending uh, the marriage supper of the lamb. And, and that's the bride. That's what he told us. That's what represents the, the 10 virgins where five came in, five didn't. The five that didn't, they didn't keep their lamps lit. They didn't keep new wines. Therefore, they lost time. They didn't know what time it was. And, and then, then they got out of time. And so now we have these two streams of people, the fake church and the bride. And one is arguing about who's inside and, and or who's saying, one is saying, well, I deserve to be where you're at because I've served him longer than you. But did you? Did you? If you were doing what was right in your own eyes, is that serving him or is that serving you? So I'll leave you with that. So, but anyway, on the national level, <clears throat> um, this is what he's saying. Because I was thinking while I was writing this today, I thought, you know, God, there's so much witchcraft in the atmosphere. How, how do we um, tell them how to discern this thing? And he said, well, look at what's going on in the natural around you. You know what's going on in the spirit by looking at what's going on in the natural. 
on the cosmos, NATO, federal, state, city, county, and personal level. And <clears throat> so God showed me 45. He said, look what he's going through. Look what my David's going through. I'm coming back for people with a heart like David. And, and he's going through the same thing as new movers, the new move. All you leaders that are new movers. And I can point out some of you. I, I love you guys too, by the way. I love you new movers. You guys have some gumption because it takes a lot of guts to get out there and keep saying the truth and what God's told you. And I'm going to say, you keep it. You keep it. What's that song? Casey and the Sunshine Band. Keep it coming, love. Keep it. Okay, we'll stop there. So there you go. But he's, I'm, I'm applauding you. Good for you. Good for you. Yeah. So God is really happy with the new mover prophets right now. The really truth, the daring truth prophets, and even the mercy truth prophets too. But this is what's going on around us. This is what's going on. That the old guard is really ticked off at the new movers. And, and they're representing the old church system. <clears throat> and actually, it's indicative of what 45's going through where he's been slandered. This is what's probably happened to you, new mover. It's happened to me too. But he's been slandered, illegally charged with things he never did, and had lawsuits filed against him where people are trying to steal monies that are not theirs but his. And it's like, wow. Woo, this parallels. And is God getting hot? Ooh. And so now you hear these big names and these big truth prophets. They're starting to stand up now. And they're saying, uh-uh. Because -uh. they told you judgment was coming into the room. Oh, oh, oh. And how do we know this? <laughs> because explosive power is there too. So, I mean, this is, this is amazing what God has had to step into. And so for those of you who are aligned, you should be feeling that power rise up on you. And if you are, whoo, God is with you. So yes, judgment is most definitely here. <clears throat> He's in the room. Judgment is most definitely here. Hence, hence, if you want to know again what's going on, just parallel everything that's going on to 45 and You'll begin to experience and see what the fake church is trying to convince you. <laughs> they're trying to convince you that they're the bride. And I'm just like, okay, okay. But they have no power. And I mean that respectfully. They have no power. And so the fake church now says that they're aligned, yet their actions speak otherwise because they're just certain things that true love would never do or say. Would you not agree? <clears throat> Hence, God's discipline is now being applied and he's using the bride as he brings her inside to display what true love would look like. So maybe all might comply. Maybe. Maybe. But, you know, with witchcraft that's arising in our spiritual atmospheres right now, obviously because it's a political election here, it's making it difficult to hear <clears throat> then if you're not spending time with God, then you might question whether or not he's near. So it's, it's like, <laughs> I hate to say this, so forgive me. I'm going to say it anyway. It's like walking through a crap storm and trying to see the sun. Have you ever done that? I've never done that before, but that's what this feels like to me. But it feels like you're literally walking through crap all the time, all day. And you're like, golly, dude. <laughs> And so all you see is crap. 
So you have to listen really, really well while you're under attack, which is also why God called you higher, bride. <clears throat> he wanted you to step inside. He wants you. He wants you to be able to hear when you're standing next to the king. He doesn't have to yell out at you about a thing. He's sitting right next to you. So for those of you, thank you, thank you, Lord. I used to wonder about that when I was younger <clears throat> and walking with God. I used to wonder, you know, why was it so easy? It seems like it was so easy for me to hear, but that's because God was yelling at me. He was like, Matthew, do this, do that. And I was like, oh, that, I'm so glad I heard God. I get all excited because I heard God about these simple instructions. And now his voice has kind of gotten softer. And, and I asked him about that. I said, you know, God, why, why, why do you speak so softly? It's, do you know how high the witchcraft is? And he said, well, I'm sitting right next to you. Why do I have to yell in your ear? And I thought, oh, okay. Well, that makes perfect sense. So he then he told me about how many are so tired right now and they're not wanting to fight in this hour anymore. But I'm just going to tell you point blank. If, if you don't keep the fight, if you don't stay in the fight, you will not only lose your country, but you could lose your life. That's a serious thing to say. We're getting into the conversation. So you need to take heed and listen to the truth prophets because when you listen to the prophets, you're blessed. So God's saying, I've already equipped you for where you're now at. And you can trust me in this trust test. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of where I'm taking you at. So, <clears throat> or into, because I've given you all that you need to keep fighting so you can come through. Don't quit. Don't give up. He's got you. This is not a time for that. So, as God steps us into a brand new level of his power, all the witchcraft seems to be kicking up subtly around us to entrap the people at the lower levels. So let's just talk about this for a second, because I think I was talking to our class this morning about um, looking at things with realistic expectations, <clears throat> because I don't know about you, but sometimes it feels like we're going three steps forward, two steps back until I started sensing this power. And now that I started sensing God's power, now God is becoming like this. He's using his hand and he's just shoving everything out of his way. So get out of my way. I'm here. I'm here now. Get out of the way. So now we're seeing the doors begin to open up. And then if you want to really get honest about that, we're feeling, we call them those that oppose. Those that oppose the new move of God, whether it's the occult or the fake church, they're getting all panicked. They're getting all panicked. Like, oh my God, oh my God, they're moving again. They're moving. Uh, well, what do you think? You're trying to fight God. And some, some people are just so stupid. They think they're going to win. It's like, if you know God's in the room, why are you fighting him? Why don't you join the fight with him and get over yourself and quit acting like hell? Jezebel, but Jezebel likes to be king or queen, right? It doesn't want to give up its throne. And God kicked that thing out of its high tower. Now we're seeing people dethroned, <clears throat> big leaders. So, you know, it's up to us to get free from ourselves so we can become all that God meant for us to be. <clears throat> and what I'm sensing is that God's allowing the witchcraft to hit many in the sour, but he's also majorly allowing it to hit relationships. Got to be careful about that.
as we move in through C2. That's in about a month and a half. Remember I told you C2 is the hardest time of the year. It's the testing of witchcraft where you're developing the mind of Christ. So you have to think about what you're thinking about. You have to, because you're getting going to be getting hit with strange fire versus Holy Ghost fire. So we have to think about what we're thinking about. And if you only believe the best about people, that's half the battle. Because this is a year where, <clears throat> where witchcraft is focusing on relationships God's allowing it to force the church to choose who they're going to serve themselves or God. Because people who refuse to get free from their, their grave clothes, you're not going to be heard. You understand that God is not listening to these types anymore. And I hate to say this, but he's been saying this to me since last Friday. There are big names, big prophets out there. And they've got a platform, big platforms. And please don't get offended. I'm just, I'm not calling anybody out my name. You go take it up with the Lord yourself. <clears throat> but have you ever wondered why their words aren't coming to pass? Big names, big names, a lot of followers. But their words aren't coming to pass. And it's because God said they're not getting free from their grave clothes. So they're hitting and missing. They're prophesying in half-truths. Well, how do you know that? Well, if you got grave clothes on, <clears throat> I'm sorry, could it be that you're listening to a voice other than he? Could it be? Maybe you got some bloodline cursings because right now, I don't know about you, <clears throat> and it's not because I'm a deliverance minister. <clears throat> I'm sorry. But it is because deliverance is a key. It's a key to jump-starting your walk with God and coming up quickly in the Spirit. It's like adding nitrous to your engine <clears throat> so that you can get free. But these, these prophets are prophesying half-truths. It's why nothing has come to pass. And everybody's like, well, maybe it's not time yet. We're four and a half years into this, folks. I have prophets prophesying to me who just prophesied last week and their prophets, prophetic words are coming to pass instantly because they're prophetically aligned with truth and they're healthy. They're pure. So it does matter. It does matter how free you are in this hour. So you can kid yourself all you want and try to keep saying, well, maybe it's just not time yet. Maybe it's not time. Or you can listen to what he's telling you to do. When you listen to the prophets, you're blessed. <clears throat> but I'm looking for results now. I'm a worker bee. I do try to do everything that he's telling me to do. And I think that would behoove all of us. But until they do, nothing will be coming true because it's not aligned with God's truth. You've got half truths going up into the atmosphere. So they're hitting the firmament and that's as far as they're going. They're just stuck there. On top of the fact we have the witchcraft in the atmosphere from the occult, who's releasing magic spells and laws that are trying to entrap the prayers. But okay, let me let me clarify this for you too, <clears throat> because this really made, it gave me a lot of joy to know this when God told me this. I said, "Well, God," because I was panicking at first when God showed me that about a year ago, I guess. So I've been telling people at first, "We'll break the things off and the atmosphere." Until God told me, He said, "That's not going to help." I thought, "Why? Why would not? Why would not that not help? You've given us all authority." He said, "Because they're not saying what I say. They're they're giving." Things that 
or halfway. It's half truths. So he said, when you get the true king's decree, when you get free, you're making room for me, says Lord. So I'm filling you and I'm enduing you with power so that everything you say comes from me. See, Jesus lives in you. Jesus lives in you. God, the father's omniscient. He's around you. So when Jesus is praying through me to God, the father above me, around me, God can't deny himself. It's a win-win, 100% effective, 100% of the time. You get your prayers in all the time and you get instant results. You get your prophetic words in all the time. So that tells me if your words are sitting on a shelf, somebody's not aligned. So I, I, I stopped listening to them. I'm like, yeah, mm, God bless them. Love them. But no. <clears throat> so we have that going on. And uh, then we have the old system, five-fold ministers refusing to change. Still trying to make everyone believe that they should stay just as stuck as them. And I'm like, no thanks. You can stay in your same miserable personality. I don't want a part of that. Oh, that was that was not nice. But that's that's what it feels like. That's what it really feels like. That's what they make you feel like. It's like the people, they, they've convinced themselves that two wrongs make a right or two peas in a pod. Two birds of a feather flock together. And I'm like, no. Right is right and wrong is wrong. Period. And that's God's song, believe it or not. That's the one that God is singing to us today. He's like, you're going to align with me and you're going to come along or you're going to stay stuck where you, you're choosing to operate in a different song. And so God wants us healthy. He wants us to get free. He wants us to step into authenticity. And, and by the way, there's a book you might consider getting that'll help you. This was just given to me. Um, it's by Rick Renner. You can get over it. You might want to go check it out. It's highly anointed. I started reading it. Oh, my. The anointing is so strong. I'm giving him a plug. But I like Rick Renner. He's a really great writer. But, yeah, it's how to forgive, how to confront, forgive, and move on. Instead of staying such so miserably stuck in the mud and unforgiveness and bitterness and Anger and strife and your old ways, being offended all the time. Oh, God. Jeez Louise. That must suck. Sometimes I had a lady I used to work with, man. She was a bitter old Gibby. I called her an old Gibby. Oh, she was bitter. And she made everybody's lives miserable. And she was getting physically, like manifesting physically, like She'd come up behind one of my coworkers and slam the slap, hit the back of her chair. And I looked at her one day and I said, do it again. Do it again, man. Do it again. You'll unleash the wrath of Khan. Do it again. And, and I looked at her and she goes, what, what are you going to do? I, I don't look for trouble, by the way. I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. I'm not, I'm not a fighter. I'm a lover. But I don't put up with crap like that. That's a bunch of BS, if you want to know the truth. So. That's where I'm at. But um, I looked at her and I said, you know, so-and-so. And I said it right in front of my boss. And I wasn't trying to be disrespectful, but I meant it. I said, it must suck to be you. You have to look at your bitter self in the mirror every day. I said, isn't it about time to get free from you? I said, because the rest of us, we're drowning in your venom. And I don't like living like that. I don't live like that. I'm a happy little girl. I'm a happy, I'm a happy person. I'm joyful. Believe it or not. I'm joyful, but I don't want to deal with this side of you. And she was so mad. 
she went and got her purse and left for the whole day. And I got called in by my boss and my boss, Brad was like, Missy, Missy. And I was like, Brad, Brad. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. Do you catch me? If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. And it's time for change. If you want to see your nation changed, you want to see your life changed, then you need to change. And nobody can do it for you. I'm a realist when it comes to that. I'm very logical. So only you can participate with him to get you fixed. But you can get over it. You can get over it per Rick Renner. And it's about overcoming, again, strife, bitterness, manipulation, control, unforgiveness, Jezebel. Because these are some of the witchcraft spirits holding people in hell. <clears throat> but I want to tell you, too, to encourage you. Um, this book is actually a key. It really is. We were in our board meeting the other night, and God was bringing it up by one of our board members. And um, she told me that, and I knew it was God. She said, this is a key to moving into this new place for those who want to get free and come up to the next level. So for those of you, you need to go, you want, you want to step up in your own dreams and desires, you need to go grab that book. And there's a heavy anointing on it. I started reading it. I bawled like a baby in some parts of it. I thought, wow, there's man, this, this book is so good. It's so anointed. So yeah, go check that out. Go, go check it out. It's called, it's, you can get over it. That's what it's called. Because I think that, <clears throat> I don't mean to belabor this, but we all go through stuff and we go through disappointments. We have to deal with crappy people. We have to deal with disappointing people where we think that they're, they would represent God. And, you know, this is the fallen world we live in. This is the fallen world we live in. And so I'm just going to challenge you. I wouldn't let anybody steal my joy. I wouldn't let anybody steal my joy. And I definitely wouldn't let anybody steal my dreams that God's promised me and told me I could be. So go get that book. But setting unhealthy expectations. Excuse me, not unhealthy, setting healthy expectations this year. Setting healthy expectations. Let me rephrase that. Uh, because we are in a robust witchcraft atmosphere. Robust. So my professor used to tell me, you need to change your vocabulary, Missy. Use words like robust. And I'm thinking, how about just huge and big? And yeah. And he goes, how about use your the thesaurus? The Saurus? The how about you with the R's? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Happy Friday. Yeah, but witchcraft. It's very high for this time of year. Unusually high. And uh, <clears throat> it usually doesn't rise to this height until latter April. But, you know, I don't know what you expected, but I kind of expected this because of the year it was with the political uh, election year coming about. And so... A lot of people are going to have a very hard time <clears throat> if you haven't gotten free. And so, again, go check out that book. I think it'll really help you if you want to step into your next there, there, that God's promised to you. Which brings us to Leviticus 21, 24, 1 through 25, 46. And he's addressing leadership. God's addressing leadership responsibilities before him. If you're a leader, you really want to listen to this. Because, and I wish you could have listened to our class teaching today, and I wish I could teach it to you, but you're not a member, so I can't. <clears throat> but 
leaders have the highest teachers, especially you have the highest role in the body of Christ uh, with regard to accountability. And it's because, especially in this hour, God is all about making sure his sheep get set free. He's all about it. That's what he's focused on. And if you're not focused on having the same focus as he has, then he's probably going to shelve you. And by the way, notice the sign behind me. I know you can't see it really well. It's called Know Your Normal. It's called Know Your Normal. That's a t-shirt you can go buy over at the Teespring store. But um, I tell our people this all the time. Know your normal as you're walking through your year with God. <clears throat> what does that mean? Um, um, as a sheep, it means, you know, knowing yourself, being authentically you, knowing yourself. And you've heard of the statement, to thine own self be true, because that's the place God's bringing us into. And, and it means being true to him, true to the king, but also knowing yourself, even in your suffering and, and to, to know your normal, to understand when you feel at your, your best, when you feel like when you're at rest, you know, that, um, you're in a test, you know, that God has got you, but you, you're okay. You're okay. Regardless of what's going on around you. You're not letting your emotions get the best of you when you're not authentic, authentically you is when you're being driven by emotions and you're letting the devil get the best of you. So I tell our people this before we hit C2, know your normal now. So that when you hit that place between April 30th and August 31st, <clears throat> you're not going to be carried away by your emotions. They go, oh my God, oh my God, the sky is falling. Oh, oh no, we're going to lose our country. No, you're not. Chill out. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're doing fine. But um, no, you're normal. But going back to knowing you're normal then and being who God called you to be, are you being sincere in the way God has you lead? Are you being sincere? Are you here for the right reasons? Because God has been questioning these things. He's have been having me question these things. Are you here for my hand? Or are you here for my heart, Missy? Why are you here? And I had to get honest with myself. I said, oh, well, only you know. Lord, show me why I'm here. Because I love teaching. I'm a teacher. I come from a family of teachers, ranchers and farmers and military people. I've told you my background, but I love because I'm from the tribe of Manasseh. I'm a transformer. I like seeing transformation. I'm a worker bee. I want to see inside of you. I want you to find your true intimacy within the king. I live for these things. I've lived for it all my life. And so I like to see people reach their dreams and reach their goals. I like to be the voice through Christ to point them saying, Hey, this is the way walkie in it. God's got it over. Go find your treasure over there. Cause that's your there, there and watch God bless you there. And then you watch them find it and you get real excited for them. Cause it's like, yeah, they're getting it. So do you take your responsibility seriously? Or are you just here for what you can get? And you're just here to use the King. He's not going to be used. You understand that, right? He's going to use you, but he's not going to be used by you. Trust me in this. And so this is where a lot of <clears throat> the fake church finds themselves in this hour because they're being cast down. And a lot of these leaders are getting ticked off with God saying, how dare you take my crown? 
you want to know the truth, God doesn't know you a stinking thing, but to love you. It's up to you to come into the palace of the king, and that's that's your choice to do it his way or to stay in your suffering. And there are two types of suffering, by the way. There's the type of suffering that you self-inflict upon yourself by staying in your hell. And then there's the type where you step into the suffering of testing where God is with you and he's helping you to come all the way through so he can bless you. But I would rather have the latter than the former because I've been in both places and the first one is awful. <clears throat> but what's your responsibilities? It's as a leader to provide the oil. It's only God. And the true priest, if you know the word, only God and the true priest saw the light. And each vessel, the Lord says, is responsible for seeking out the light, to seek God daily, to seek out new wine, to keep the oil fresh, but especially leaders. Because when we don't, everything gets stagnant. So we are responsible for helping our sheep to stay clean, to help them to understand the testings they're walking through so they can go through suffering correctly without getting overwhelmed <clears throat> and not get into their flesh. But we've entered into a new season now where God is demanding for sheep to step into a more narrowed place. Remember he talked about this. He's been having us talk about this. It's the narrowing of laws. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, um, he told me at the beginning of the year that as I came through this year, particularly that I would feel it. I would sense the narrowing and boy, I have to agree. Um, I felt it about two weeks ago and I thought, wow, that felt like it not confining It's you felt it though. You felt like I need to ask him what's up with that. I felt something change in it. And it, and it made me, want to comply or have to comply. Okay. What do I have to get do to get through this place? And <clears throat> that's when he came up with the conversation about you can get over it. I found out about that key and he's making me deal with me at deeper levels and probably you too for intimacy. So in, in order for us to get to this more narrow place of holiness, it's going to take discipline. <clears throat> it's a brand new set of rules, brand new set of laws. And there are certain things that were allowed at the lower levels, but if you want to win the battle against witchcraft, you're going to ask him how to apply them all. You're going to do that. And you're going to ask him, by the way, Psalms 37, 23. If you don't know what to do, ask God to order your footsteps all the way through. Order my thinking, order my actions, or do it every day. Psalms 37, 23. If you want to know how to come through. And it's because witchcraft affects people in many, many different ways. How does that if you know anything about witchcraft, which, which to me, witchcraft makes people act crazy. It makes them act out of character. And I can always tell when it's high in the atmosphere because you see people manifest all around you. And like the other day we went to go get coffee and I love my coffee. <clears throat> but I kind of freaked out because we were driving through the drive-thru and we started hearing these gunshots. Boom, boom. And it's un unusual for my area. I don't have any of that kind of stuff in my ear. So everybody's like, where's that? Where's that? Where's that? And I couldn't get out of there fast enough, but we knew it was gunshots. <clears throat> and there was about six of them. So we got out of there, 
but I knew it was witchcraft because it was around a full moon, but it makes people act crazy. So discipline then helps you not to react to a thing. You keep your cool and you respond, right? God tells us not to react, but to respond. And, and have you ever dealt with people that were acting out of character? And that's something else to talk about with discipline. Cause I had another situation happen with that there too, where my, one of my best friends, the enemy presented a situation where people had gotten involved in our relationship or tried to manipulate it. And because we know each other so well, we, I know her heart. She knows mine. We've known each other for 25 years. And I didn't think anything. I thought, yeah, so-and-so wouldn't do that. <laughs> I think, mm -mm. and I prayed about it. And Lord said, no, you're right. No, call her. She'll confirm it to you. And I did. And she said, oh, I'm so glad you called. Da, 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 da. And, and, and I told her what I was, what I was sensing. She said, oh, I did it. Too. I sensed it too. And we knew it was witchcraft, but they're, they're getting very, very subtle about attacking our relationships. Why? Because the key to you getting free is applying discipline so that you don't react, but you respond and you come on through into your new. And so they're going to have people manifesting and all this witchcraft around you out of character. And what are you going to do? You're going to react. You're going to respond. You're going to take the bait. That's what Rick Ritter's book tries to teach us to do. You can get over it. You can get over it. You can get over it. You can get over all these. You know what the red flags of witchcraft are, by the way? Fear, doubt, unbelief, discouragement, depression. I'll even add hopelessness and despair. Those, if you feel those negative emotions, by the way, God says, if anything is good, if anything is pure, if anything is lovely, think of these things. But when when you start feeling these negative emotions, those particular ones know that witchcraft is in your atmosphere. Someone's operating in it <clears throat> or they're releasing it. So that was the first responsibility of the leaders to get the witchcraft off their people, teach them discipline and how to maintain and continue pressing into the new for God's time. And then it was the responsibility to present fresh bread. The 12 loaves placed onto the table each Sabbath. The new loaves were placed there. Old loaves were fed to the 12 tribes and they went out and fed the world with them. So God is making sure leaders are feeding the sheep the right food in this hour so they can keep time with him. And then this is the last thing, the most important thing, but it's protecting the name of God with honor, with honor and making sure we're always honoring him and not blaspheming his name or giving God a bad name because we refuse to do a thing. And, and because of fleshly behaviors or hidden sin, that's a big deal right now. That's a big, big deal. And, and everybody, you know, if you think anything about your name, my dad used to tell me this all the time. Um, Missy always make sure you, you keep your name good. You keep your name clean because people know you by your name. And if someone says, do you know that Melissa Hood girl, blah, 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 or that Brett Starling guy, that Rita Weitzel, Cynthia Weir, whoever, <clears throat> but do you know them? And they remember a name. Oh, or yeah, I do. Yes, yes, yes. You went the second. <laughs> you went the second response. You want people to respect you, but everybody knows us by our name. Just like they know God by his name, hopefully. Not everybody knows God, but they know his name. 
And we have to be people of good character, good reputation, high standards, if we say we're gods. We don't get, just get to live any old way. And, and, you know, we get to live according to God's standard, not our own. <clears throat> because today, the church, the fake church or people in church are giving God a very bad name. And he's tired of it. He's tired of the lack of honor and the lack of honor on vessels towards God in each other. Do you recognize God in other people? And do they honor the Lord in you and vice versa? Because you don't know who some people are to God and who's who. And so <clears throat> if you know anything about God, I've seen this. God takes a stand against those who put their mouth on him on vessels who walk very closely with the king. And it's usually people who don't like truth. Therefore, they probably don't like God too. So what's new? But he, it's because he holds them accountable for what they do. And so therefore they hate his truth prophets too. So why are you taking, why are you getting all upset when these people come against you? They hated Jesus. They'll hate you. They hate me too. But anyway, so the Lord's like, get over it. Because you're in a season where you're fixing to find out who's Two, because explosive power is walking in the room. He's here. He's here. So, which brings us to Mark 10, 13 through 31, where it talks about not living by permission. And I thought that was interesting. And he was using the example of rabbis not always agreeing with each other. But then he, Lord told me, he said, put in believers and leaders. Put in believers and leaders. Believers and leaders don't always agree with each other. Believers and believers don't always agree with each other because they're all on different spiritual pages. But God hates when we argue over theology. He said in his word, he hates that kind of stuff. And yet we're all still charged with living by God's standards and practicing them. That is the one thing we can agree on, hopefully, except when you run into people who want to do their own thing. And then they usually manipulate the word to let it reflect what Let's them do what they want to do because they don't want to live in a holy way. And, and I'm not saying, you know, uh, we're not each other's God, but at the same time, there are certain things that love just never does. Love never does. And so some people might say, well, Dr. Melissa, what you're saying isn't very loving. It's not very holy to which I, I would have to reply. Um, Actually, I'm just doing my job. I'm a truth prophet. And so it is my job to tell you, hey, this is the way walking in it because my tribe resides at the 11 o'clock hour. And so my job is, again, transformation power. It's to help you come inside, to either be shot forth and coming out of the old by and by, lest you get stuck. Because if you know anything about the tribe of Manasseh, it's also at the place between the fight between the serpent and the eagle. So in my tribe, you're either going to learn how to transform, come out of the old by and by, come out of you, or you stay stuck and you go around the mountain again too. Or you get judged because the next place is the tribe of Benjamin and their job is to shoot you forth like a straight arrow into your new 
or you get judged. Judgments at the 12 o'clock hour. So when you hit me, when you come across my path prophetically, that means it's for one of two or three things. Usually it's judgment or correction, transformation. One of the three. So you got to know who's who. You got to know where your prophets are sitting on the clock. But there are four points in God's clock that allows prophets to act these things on you. That's in February, April, August, and November. Four points, four times a year for the double. So you need to know when you're walking through those times of the year, whatever you have need of, those are the times for ask, ask for double portions of those things for you. And those prophets, when they cross your path in those times, have the ability to activate that on you. So hence, it behooves you to listen and do what the truth prophets say. Because it's the true prophet's voices that are helping the bride to continue on their way. So how much can you keep in this time? How much can you keep in this time? I thought, wow, what does that mean? And then the Lord started unpacking this to me. And he said, that's actually not a good thing. It's because it's based on those who want to live in two worlds at one time. And if you try to live in two worlds at one time, you're going to do you're going to be doomed to fail. Because God's looking for a pure spotless bride who's uncompromising. Can you guys pray against the witchcraft please? Thank you so much. But he wants a bride who's uncompromising. And she's only sold out to God in his ways because God is tired of two-timers. You know two-timer is it's somebody who dates two people at the same time. <clears throat> and so God's saying, you can't serve God and mammon, or you can't have two masters. It's either going to be, you're going to be either be serving God or the devil. That's the only choice you have. So you get to choose. And if you choose God, then you need to practice his ways, or you won't be coming through or near the ancient of days. <clears throat> and God rewards those who faithfully follow him. But he's also saying, Seek me for my heart and not my hand. And if you know anything before you move into Psalms 44, 9 through 26, I want to state another prophet who said this. Kilpatrick 2023 stated, In this season, the body of Christ, thank you so much, uh, is going to be shocked when people see how big the true remnant is. It's not as big as you think. Um, and, and I was shocked. It was alarming to me when I heard that because the statement made me go before the Lord to make sure I was lined correctly and will always try to be. I, I pray to God that he would change me. And so we need to be submitting ourselves to do what we do so we can be a part of that. And come on through. This is serious. This is serious. God said, many say, will say, Lord, Lord, and I'll have to say, depart from me. I don't know you because you don't do what I do. And so it's all about if you're saying you want to come back to the Lord again, come back to the ancient of days, then you have to start practicing his ways. We don't get to do what we want to do. So Psalms 44, 9 through 26, and <clears throat> it's about being tossed aside for dishonor. <clears throat> Sorry. And, and you know. This made me think, too, because I don't plan these things out. I just sit down and I write them all down and <clears throat> and have to get 
the fake church coming at me, they get all ticked off. They get, oh, I hate that girl. Okay, whatever. Who cares? Um, but I don't want God tossing me aside for dishonor. And, and have you ever wondered why? I have to say this for those of you who, who are challenging the Lord and the truth these days. Have you ever wondered why God's power is no longer with you? Why your prayers aren't going through? Or maybe because you forgot about the ancient of days and your ways. And after a season, God gets fed up with us. And so he moves to a different vessel who will obey. And what I'm seeing currently are vessels who've been shelved by God. Hence, they can't believe it. And then they, they shock and fear hits them. And now they're reacting out of anger and rage when they really need to be mad at themselves for acting like hell. Instead of upholding God's standards, they're mad. Why? Why are you mad at me? Why are you mad at somebody else? Take, be accountable. Be accountable. Look at yourself because you honored Jezebel instead. So you could feel like you were the king or the queen, just like Satan did before he got kicked out of heaven. And these vessels, if the truth be known, most never even knew God. And they still don't. They just know a version of him. And that's usually their interpretation, ter interpretation which is made through a wrong perception. <clears throat> but God's heart was not their home. His hand was. And hence they took their stand with innocent sheep because they didn't like what God was telling them. And they disobeyed and they prayed on the weak. And so there was no accountability nor true intimacy. They forgot about the truth in love and they lost their seat seated beside Christ in heavenly places. So they've led the innocent away from the king, which is why God has shelved them to begin with. They're full of guile and bitterness, rage and wrath. And God, all God asked them to do was take a bath and get delivered so that they could be free, free to find true authenticity. You know, but, you know, it's it's amazing to me because sometimes to me, and this, I don't know why people like to live this, this way. To me, some people would rather live miserably and make everybody else around them miserable than actually deal with their heart conditions and get free. It baffles me. Because staying superficial means that they're denying themselves of the best life possible. And if you know anything about God, you can't outgive the king. So I guess my question is, what are you so afraid of in your anger? Because fear is the root of anger. So when you find angry people around you, I, I'm question, I question them, what are you so afraid of? That I may be right and you're not inside? But... This is why they know they look and act like hell because deep inside they are afraid that God sees who they really are. And they know which master they're serving. And they some of them like it there. Therefore, God says, if you don't care, I don't care. So in your sin, the Lord says, however, I will expose you and I'll lay you bare. Because you chose to do what was right in your own eyes. And then you call me unfair. And because of your rebellion and disobedience, 
I place you into a season of deep humiliation and a season of shame. Because in your disloyalty, you've profaned my name. And I'm a God of honor. I'm a God of truth. But because you choose to live your lies, I have now spewed you out too. Which brings us to Proverbs 10, 20 through 21 as we wrap up today. We're right at the top of the hour. This is perfect. Well, middle of the hour, actually. But I hope you're having a great Friday. I hope you even go enjoy your weekend, have a better weekend as you wrap this up. But this is what Proverbs 10, 20 through 21 says. The tongue of the righteous is choice silver, but the heart of the wicked is of little value. The lips of the righteous nourish many, but fools die for lack of sense. And you know, I guess ever since I was a little bitty kid, my grandfather used to always talk to me about, get the word in you, make sure you know the word. Get, he'd hold the Bible up and he'd say, you know this word, you get to know this word and you memorize it, blah, 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 blah. And, and, when, and when I started studying the word, uh, when I came into Christ, I took it very, very seriously because God had delivered me from a lot. He delivered me from quite a bit. And so I, I'm a really big believer in that. And I've seen the fruit of it. And I, and I see, I didn't know it back then that it was a huge key to help us to move quickly move very, very quickly. I didn't figure that out until I started this ministry for the Lord, or he told me to. So, but in doing that, it's also shown me a better life, a better way to live. And and it, 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 true simplicity or simple lifestyles aren't bad. I, I think that people get so used to complexities that they think that that's normal. But I don't want to live like that, do you? I don't think anybody wants to live like that. So freedom is key. Freedom is key. But anyway, you guys go have yourself a great rest of your day. And uh, I will see you then on Tuesday. I'll be recording it for you. But until we meet again, you be blessed and know that I love you guys. I'll talk to you then. Bye-bye.